In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you, with you paying it forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. I hope everybody had a really, really productive week. We're going to have an incredible show today. I'm truly excited about our guest. So let's start off the show with our business tip of the week. So it is my business tip is two words. Know thyself. Okay. We need to delegate. So in order to delegate, you need to go inside of yourself and you have to decide for yourself, what are you really, really good at? You know, it might even be helpful if you take out a piece of paper, a pencil, go into a quiet room, sit into a chair with no distractions and really try to internalize and figure out and be brutally honest with yourself. Decide what you are really, really good at and decide what you're not so good at or even just write a list of the things that you just don't like dealing with and you don't like to handle. Then what I suggest you do is you delegate. But This is the most important thing. When you delegate, you have to make sure you delegate to the right people. Remove yourself emotionally. I must admit I'm bad at this, but you have to remove yourself emotionally. And the way I'm starting to think about my, my business is that you have to put your business first, And you have to decide that whoever you are going to bring into your business, you have to be able to trust them so much that they will protect your your business and they'll do the job that you need them to do. It's just like you would never hire somebody to watch over your children if you did not feel that they were 100% competent. And what I'm saying is let's apply that same concept to our business. Only hire those people that you feel are 100% correct for the job and competent. So remove yourself emotionally when you hire people. Know yourself well and delegate whenever it's possible. Okay, so now I get to introduce you to our incredible guest today. Her name is Stephanie Chandler. And as my listeners know, I like to have guests on my show when I personally am doing, I'm working on a project. 
And I am so happy and pleased to say I am currently working on getting um, a book published, which is very, very exciting. We have lots of great new stuff coming. But with that in mind, I thought Stephanie would be the perfect person to tell us all about how she became an author, how she became a speaker. She... um, Stephanie is an author of several business and marketing books, including Booked Up, How to Write, Publish, and Promote a Book to Grow Your Business, and From Entrepreneur to Infopreneur, Make Money with Books, Ebooks, and Information Products. Stephanie is also founder and CEO of authoritypublishing.com, which specializes in custom book publishing for nonfiction books, and businessinfoguide.com, a directory of resources for entrepreneurs. A frequent speaker at business events and on the radio, she has been featured in Entrepreneur Magazine, Business Week, Wired Magazine, and in many other media outlets. So with that, I would like to give a very warm welcome to Stephanie Chandler. Good morning, Stephanie. Good morning, Josephine. Thanks so much for having me. Well, thank you, Stephanie. I always say I feel very bad for my Pacific Coast um, guests because you had to get up pretty early today, huh, (laughs) Stephanie? (laughs) I'm up early anyway, but I will say I have a cold. I'm wide awake, but I feel I'm a little... uh, groggy sounding today, so it's just a little cold, and if I mute to have a sneeze, please forgive me. (laughs) Not to worry at all, Stephanie. So, Stephanie, tell me, how did you become an author? What made you decide to really, like, lots of people talk about writing books, but don't actually sit down and do it. What was the turning point for you that actually got you to sit down, write the book, and get it published? Well, you know, I think like you, I'm a, a corporate refugee. I left the, uh, <laughs> the Silicon Valley back in 2003, and I opened a bookstore in Sacramento, California, and I really had this romantic vision of sitting in the back office writing novels from my bookstore. Oh, that's <laughs> and, so funny. You know, it really, in retrospect, I laugh so much about it now because, um, It was very naive and a big wake-up call when I realized a couple of things. First of all, I hated running a retail business. And second of all, I was not a good novelist. I didn't have the imagination to write novels. And so um, what happened was I had all of my Silicon Valley peers were calling, and they were driving two hours up to visit me in my store because they were wanting to rub off on some of that entrepreneurial energy and I saw a lot of them really frustrated with their jobs and feeling trapped. I'm sure you can relate to that. Uh-huh. And so I was really inspired, and I thought, well, gosh, how can I help show people that there can be life after corporate America? And um, at the same time, I had read dozens of business startup books, and none of them had really helped me with the practical side, you know, things like negotiating a lease and hiring staff and and all those things. So I wrote, that's the book I wrote. I wrote the book I wanted to read. It was a business startup book. And I really um, just kind of, it was a passion project. I didn't have big vision beyond the book other than I really wanted to inspire people. And that that was, that drove me. It took me very little time to write. And from there, all kinds of opportunities started coming my way with speaking and media interviews and and consulting inquiries. So it really that kind of sounds great. It sounds like you really had a plan. Did you sit down and really plan it out, Stephanie, or is that just how it evolved? 
The book itself I did plan out. You know, um, I definitely, I'm, I'm up to seven books now, and I always um, work from an outline, and um, that helps me. I write really fast. I will say that I've learned some tricks along the way where writing is concerned. I don't edit while I write. I edit later. Um, so, yeah, I did have a plan for the book itself. What I didn't plan for was what the book was going to do for my career. <laughs> you know, that's been amazing. That's great. I'm so proud of you because tell us, Stephanie, is the first book the hardest to write? Yeah, everyone asks me that. And um, <laughs> it's funny, I'm writing my, I think I'm on my eighth book, and I'm having the hardest time with this book primarily because I feel like it's going to be my best book. So um, I think they've all been different, and you definitely mm-hmm. learn some things after you get that first one under your belt. So the others do come more easily in a lot of respects. Great. So, Stephanie, tell us, it looks like some of your books were published by, did you, well, you started Authority Publishing. Did you do that on purpose? Or how does it, you have a lot of really big publishers here that actually publish your other books. What made you self-publish? Well, um, the first book I self-published because I couldn't get a, a publisher. And I had, I remember going to the San Francisco Writers Conference in 2004 with my business book proposal. I was the only business book author at the entire conference. Wow. And I got a lot of interest from agents, but, you know, then the rejection letters came, and I got this fabulous phone call from Mike Larson, who's an agent out of San Francisco, and he actually took the time to call and tell me, you know, I like what you're doing, but nobody knows who you are. And he said, I need you to go out there and build a platform, get known. You know, I want you out speaking to thousands of people every year. And I had just left this crazy corporate life. I didn't want to get back on the road and do all of those things. So I turned to the Internet. I launched a website called Business Info Guide and started building my audience. So what I did was I self-published that first book. And it began selling two months before it was in print because I had built oh, wow. this, yeah, this website that uh, was bringing my target audience. And the kind of the light bulb went off. That's what he was talking about. Wow. I have an audience for my book. Stephanie, I am so impressed. How incredible is that? So you went, you built your website, and you started to tell people while you were writing your book, get ready, here it comes. And people were actually yeah. subscribing and, you know, I don't know, <laughs> purchasing the book already? They were. They were. And I wow. was sharing articles. I was basically blogging before I knew what blogging was. and. Okay. Um, and yeah, and it was building that audience. So when I wrote the next book, let me tell you how easy it was to get a publisher because I was able to say, look, I have a high-traffic website. I have a mailing list. Um, I you know, sold three subsequent books to, to traditional presses. Okay. So the key here is to have a high-traffic website and to establish a mailing list. Yeah, build your audience. And that really um, is what impresses those publishers. And then I will say, you know, um, in the process of all of that, I did launch Authority Publishing. Even though I was still publishing with traditional publishers, I wanted to help others do what I did. And then, it, and, and then at some point I decided that I didn't want to give up control anymore with the traditional publishers. So I let my agent go and took my, back over control of my books. And so I now self-publish happily, proudly. Uh, because if you do it the right way, you don't necessarily need the traditional publishers anymore. 
Wow, that's so amazing, Stephanie. I'm sure there are a lot of listeners right now who are probably going to call you (laughs) (laughs) authority publishing. Yeah, this sounds really, really good. You know what's so good about it, Stephanie, is that you've already done the legwork. So if somebody really is out there thinking about writing a book, it, it'll be, I could see you hand-holding them and helping them actually get it done as opposed to going through the traditional publishers. It's just, it's really hard work. It's hard to get noticed. It is hard work, and I don't want to talk anyone out of it if that's a goal for you, by all means. You know, it's uh-huh. a great learning process to pitch to these publishers and and get the feedback back from them. Um, so, you know, I don't ever discourage anybody if that's your goal. But if it's not your goal, you can keep going. Sure. Well, we'll we're going to take a quick break, Stephanie. We'll be back with Stephanie um, Chandler about um, how to author a book. So we'll be back shortly, everyone. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. Have you been laid off, fired, downsized, right-sized, or re-engineered out of a job? Are you unemployed or anticipate that possibility? Then tune in for Successfully Unemployed, hosted by Alan Sherwood, MBA, president of Sherwood Consulting Service. Successfully Unemployed will provide you a hope-filled and comprehensive approach to the job search process from an author who's experienced it all. Alan and his guests will cover all dimensions of a job search, physical tasks, mental attitude, emotional health, even one spiritual perspective. All must be integrated in order for a person to be successfully unemployed so they can then be successfully employed. This show is designed to help you move forward from job loss to finding or creating more fulfilling work. For more on Alan Sherwood, MBA, and the show, check out his website, SuccessfullyUnemployed.com. Then join us for Successfully Unemployed with Alan Sherwood, MBA. Thursday nights at 8, 7 Central here on Toginet.com. Information is power, the power to change your life. So be here for Education to Excellence. Some of the most valuable information you may ever receive will be shared with you 7 p.m. Eastern every Tuesday night with Education to Excellence with your host, Bruce Beichman. You'll benefit from insightful shows featuring guests that are proven experts in their field. Little-known facts on how to improve your health by making one very simple change in your morning routine. If you're a high school graduate or working adult and a bachelor's, master's, or doctorate degree from an accredited college would change your life, you won't want to miss this. Education to Excellence. Shift your career into high gear without ever attending a traditional college class. Learn investment strategies from proven experts who have a track record of helping normal individuals build abnormal wealth. Check out their website, education2excellence.com. Then join us for the show, Education to Excellence, with your host, Bruce Beichman. Tuesday nights at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and we have Stephanie Chandler, who's an author and speaker with us today. So, Stephanie, writing a book sounds like a lot of work. Do you have any tips for how to get it done? I do. 
you know, it does sound, it sounds like a huge overwhelming task if you've never done it before, but um, there's some easy ways to get it done. So first of all, I like to say that a book manuscript is about 60,000 words. That's a typical book manuscript. Okay. And if you sat down and wrote three pages a day, that's about a thousand words. In 60 days, you'd have a completed manuscript. So if you approach it that way and just do it bit by bit, even if you want to blog your entire book, which is very common these days, um, if you could discipline yourself to write just a thousand words a day, you'd be done in two months. Wow. Yeah. So it's When you break it down like that, Stephanie, it's not so overwhelming. It doesn't sound bad at all. Exactly. It really isn't. If if you're that disciplined or, you know, even if you just dedicate one day a week to work on it, whatever it takes, um, I think you'll be surprised how quickly you can get it done. Okay. So now we have it done. We talked a little bit about the publishing. Um, Tell us, Stephanie, what are some ways that publishing a book can benefit a business? Well, oh my goodness, so many ways. And that was a big surprise to me when my first book came out um, because I started getting media interviews and um, requests to speak, and that really hadn't even been my intention. It was a passion project for me. So um, what I have definitely found over the years is that authoring a book can do amazing things for your business. It um, can get you those media interviews. If you think about it, every radio station, TV, news show, newspaper or magazine, they all want to cite um, authorities in their field. And authoring a book makes you an instant authority in your field. So it's great for getting those media inquiries. If you want to get out there and do some professional speaking, a book will open the doors for that. Um, and talk about a great way to impress your clients. You know, um, we we have an author who's a financial advisor, and he gives copies of his books to his prospects. And, you know, that's just such a great way to impress your clients. So there's just a myriad of ways that a book can really benefit your business in some fabulous ways. Oh, I, I think it it sounds really, really great. I'm excited about the new little venture I'm on, Stephanie. And um, like we were talking during the break, you know, it's so important to just really sit down and, and do it. If you commit to it, to it, make it a priority, write your three pages a day, and be proud of yourself when it's done. Exactly. Yeah, and commit to it because that's really important too. Yeah, definitely. So, um, all right. So we talked a little bit about the traditional and the self-publishing. Stephanie, I don't think we expanded on the pros and cons, though. Can we take a minute just to talk about the pros and cons for traditional versus self-publishing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I've done both, and I can tell you with, with traditional publishing, it's a it's a long and tedious process. You know, first you've got to find an agent, typically, and then the agent has to sell your work to the publisher. And then if you're lucky enough to get a book deal, uh, you're looking at probably a year before your book sees bookstore shelves. After you go through the process of finding an agent and getting a publisher, you, you know, they, do, they can take some liberties. They can change your title. They can remove or change chapters from your book. So um, you do lose an element of control over your work. Um, And the other thing about self-publishing is, yes, they are going to pay you typically a book advance. These days they're much smaller than they used to be. You're looking at five or $10,000. And then what you have to do is is earn that book advance back. 
Um, on average, publishers are paying about a dollar to a dollar twenty-five per book sold. So even oh wow! Yes, yeah, pretty pathetic. It's not that much money. I thought it would be a lot more, Stephanie. It's not. It's a big shock for a lot of people that you're earning your 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 advance back a dollar at a time, and you'll never see another dime until you earn that advance back. So wow! It's so not Stephanie, a lucrative. Business, Who's right. paying to have the book actually created? Well, in the, with the traditional publishing model, they're picking up the cost of everything. Okay. Right? There's no money out of pocket to the author. Um, however, they're still expecting you to do all the marketing, and there's another big myth of traditional publishing. They're not going to put you on a book tour. They're not going to buy big, full-page, glossy ads in magazines. They don't invest in new authors that way. They invest in their authors that they know are already working. You know, they're Stephen King's and they're John Grisham's. Okay. So it's really up to the author to um, to do all of the marketing and make sure that book is a success. Okay, so you really got to like your marketing or hire somebody that really knows how to do it for you to right. get you out there in front of people. But I have to tell you, Stephanie, I love the idea that you had said um, that you started blogging. That just, it's so funny. You said when you started it, it didn't have a name, blogging. Right. But um, that really does make sense to start a blog and build up your following. Absolutely. I mean, the marketing, if you can begin that before your book is published, you'll be way ahead of the game. Yeah, nobody would think of that. That's such a brilliant idea, Stephanie. Thank you. You know, that's so, so smart. So, all right, let's keep going here. So we talked about um, which did you like? It sounds to me like you liked the self-publishing only because you were able to re uh, keep control over yeah. all of your content. Yeah, and so, I mean, pros and cons on that side, on the self-publishing side, um, you do maintain all of the control because you're doing the work. You are putting out the money to format and, you know, put the books together, but in the end you're also making more money. So where a traditional publisher is going to pay you a dollar a book, if you self-publish, you can earn 4 to 10 or $12 per book because you're cutting out, you know, that big middleman there. Um, you know, so there's a lot more control. The biggest downside of self-publishing is that mm -hmm. you're probably not going to get bookstore placement. You're not going to end up on bookstore shelves. It's really hard to do that. Um, but, you know, these days, I think it's 80% of book sales are happening online. Oh, wow. And, yeah. So bookstores don't matter like they used to, unfortunately, for those of us who love books. But the fact is, you know, from a business perspective, you really need your books to be available online. And with self-publishing, that's easier than ever to do. Oh, that's great. That sounds really good. So if our listeners um, want to come to Authority Publishing, what happens, Stephanie? Can you tell us the process? Yeah. Uh, we basically um, are a one-stop shop for complete professional publishing. And so uh, we do charge a fee up front, but we handle editing. Um, we have award-winning cover design. We do distinct interior layout. We distribute books to Amazon, to BarnesandNoble.com, to Ingram, which is the largest supplier of books to bookstores. Now, that means that somebody can walk into Barnes & Noble in New York City or Orlando or San Francisco, and they can actually order your book. So it's really um, the best distribution you can get as a self-published author. 
and we register your book, and um, we we handle getting it all completely prepared for um, for the real world, and do that within about two months' time. So it's very efficient, and um, you know we're really proud of producing a high quality book. Wow! So do you do a lot of first time authors, Stephanie? We do, and we work with a lot of business professionals because we're, we specialize in nonfiction. We're doing a lot of business, health books, things like that. Oh, wow. That sounds, it sounds great, and it sounds to me that if somebody were really, really serious about writing a book, within those 60 days, well, it's probably a four-month time frame, 60 days to write it, and then they can come to you, and that takes two months. So within four months, you can really have a published book. That's pretty impressive, Stephanie. You can't. And, you know, it's really important to do it right the first time because I see so many people try to cut corners and design their own cover and have a friend edit the book, and that hurts you in the long run. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, Stephanie, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back shortly with Stephanie Chandler, author and speaker. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. Ready for the most current feel-good gossip? Then check out Daytime with Donna with your host, Donna Intercastle and sidekick Nina Fry. Every Friday afternoon at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Donna is a charismatic, market-driven entrepreneur who was part of the team that founded iVillage.com, which is the largest content-driven community for women today. Donna and Nina are here to empower you, motivate you, and encourage you in all aspects of your life. It's like Oprah on the radio. Plus, your chance to win great prizes, all the way up to a $500 Visa gift card. For more on Donna Inficasso, check out her website, introinc.com. Then join us for the show, Daytime with Donna, with your host, Donna Intracasso, and sidekick Nina Fry. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Helen Wu was born and raised in San Francisco's Chinatown. And after a very difficult upbringing, fighting depression, abuse, and addictions, she finally finds herself genuinely happy inside and out. Helen believes in taking our positive thinking and doing something positive to achieve a positive outcome. She's here to make a positive difference in your life, to be your game changer, your aha moment mentor. She's ready to help both men and women get into a better place. Helen Wu is also the author of Self-Aid Success Stories, 25 Success Stories from Successful Entrepreneurs. Inspired by Ellen DeGeneres, Helen wants the world to know that just because we find ourselves in a difficult situation doesn't mean we have to stay there. We can aid ourselves to a better life. So join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and we have Stephanie Chandler on the on the line. And um, so, Stephanie, we were talking about um, how much money somebody could make when um, after writing a book. 
What are some other ways to generate revenues from a book? Well, you know, and I always like to point out that you'll never get rich writing books. That's book so funny. Itself, yeah, it's really hard to make a living off of a book. In fact, most New York Times bestselling authors have, have day jobs, you know, because the book itself doesn't generate that much income. It's all the things you do around that book. So um, I'm sure becoming a speaker, you can probably, you know, get paid, correct? Absolutely, and that's the first thing I, I like to talk about is speaking because that can be very lucrative, and, and a book is a great ticket to help you get speaking engagements. You know, um, keynote speakers can make five to $10,000 and up per engagement. So speaking can be a very lucrative um, thing you can do as a result of your book. Certainly, if you're interested in consulting, uh, books can help you get more consulting business. Um, it, it goes on and on. You, if you're trying to reach a, you know, a hard-to-reach prospect, um, mail them a copy of your book. You know, talk about a great way to get people's attention. Give them away at trade show events. You know, books are books impress people. Instead of that boring old sales brochure, give away copies of your book, and you'll be amazed at the kind of business you can generate as a result. Oh, I think that's such a great idea. That sounds really good. So, all right. So now we've generated different types of revenue from our book. Tell us about ebooks, Stephanie. I mean, why would somebody want to do an ebook as opposed to a traditional hard book? Yeah, you know what? Ebooks are incredible right now. Just a few months ago, Jeff Bezos from Amazon came out and announced that um, Kindle books we're now outselling all books on Amazon. Oh, my gosh. How impressive is that? And that is just history, you know, happening right before us, right? So ebooks um, are hotter than ever. And, you know, I really believe that books should be both in print and ebook form because people are still buying physical books, and you're going to miss half the market if you do one and not the other. Um, okay. But you That's can't a just- really good point. Yeah, it's still, and plus, you know, I think most of us don't want to see books go away completely. Like, you know, music is, has shifted completely to digital, and there's some fear, you know, that books are going to do the same thing. I have a hard time imagining reading my, my child, you know, just ebooks, right? We still want to have books around. Yeah, I have to tell you, Stephanie, even reading the magazines, I have the iPad, and yeah. I I don't like reading my magazines on the iPad. I want the physical thing. I want to put my feet up the, you know, 15 minutes a week I get to do that. And I like to have the actual magazine in my hand and read it. I agree 100%. I'm an iPad user as well, and I love it for lots of reasons. But um, I'd still rather hold a magazine. And depending on the book, I will either read it on my Kindle or still buy a print copy. But um, you know we gotta we gotta continue to support the hardbound books, so they're gonna go away completely. And my vision, by the way, for that, I don't know that books are gonna go away completely. I think we're gonna change the way we buy them. I think you know we're already seeing our bookstores closing, which is such a tragedy. But I think what's gonna happen is we're gonna end up buying most of our books online, and they're gonna be mailed to us instead of browsed in a bookstore. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. I think maybe that's why the whole concept of doing a bookstore, you know, making that cafe within the bookstore, 
I loved that idea because those who just want to go have a cup of coffee can then still browse the books. Right. Um, but it would be, I agree with you, it would be awful sad if they all just kind of go away. Yeah, and I don't know about where you are, but, you know, here in California, we're watching all of our Borders bookstores closing yeah. and our independent bookstores. And, and it's a shame. It's just really sad to, to sad to see. So if you're listening, get out there and go support your local bookstore, you know. Yeah, alive. I agree. So tell us, Stephanie, how does one go about coming up with a price for their ebook? You know, this is always an interesting um, challenge. I can tell you, I mean, Amazon is really kind of leading the charge here, and they want to see books priced at $9.99 or less. They actually have incentives for authors and publishers to price at $9.99 or less. Uh, We're seeing all kinds of different data. I'm certainly still buying books that cost more than $9.99, and I think it depends on the genre of your book. For fiction, um, generally speaking, you want to keep a lower price because people tend to be more price sensitive with fiction. Where with nonfiction, you know, especially if you're teaching something, if you've got a really niche focus, you can often get away with a higher price. So, you know, the great thing about digital publishing, too, is that you have some flexibility to test your price, right? If it's not selling well at a certain price, you can lower it or raise it um, and test your market. So, um, you know, as a rule, I would start around $9.99 or less. But if you've got a really distinct topic um, with a nonfiction audience that you think can afford to pay more, then you can certainly go above that. Wow, that that sounds really good. I was talking to somebody over the weekend, and they said that there were two magic numbers for ebooks. It was four ninety nine and nine ninety nine, and I know he started selling the book at nine ninety nine, and he got orders. He definitely got orders, but he wasn't too thrilled with it. And at that point, he lowered the price to four ninety nine. And Stephanie, they just said that it went off the charts. Yeah, yep, yeah, and we're we're hearing from authors who are dropping their books down to ninety nine cents. Oh my. And yeah, I mean, if you you know, if to get a readership, these are some of the sacrifices you make. And I'll tell you, I have a different philosophy with my um, with my books when it comes to the ebook. Um, you know, my latest book, which is booked up, how to write, publish, and promote a book to grow your business. I give that ebook away like crazy. I okay. give it away because what I want is people talking about the book. Because if you're talking about it, your friends are going to go out and buy the book. Right, or you're going to write about it on your blog. So right. I, give, I give the book away. I have promotions for 99 cents because, again, I know I'm not going to make a lot of money off the book. Right, right. right. that's you know? so funny. Stephanie, this is an eye-opener. But you know what? I did go to a conference and um, back in March – it was the Spark and Hustle conference with Tori Johnson, and what I took away, one of the most important things I took away from that conference was how important it is to have multiple streams of income, and I thought that was really interesting, and I think that's when this all applies, that writing an ebook and writing a book as almost a complementary part of your business makes sense because it's not money that you're more or less counting on, but it's 
the residual income, which I think is great. You're absolutely 100% right. And if you can create those other income streams, your book can help bring you more business for the, the more lucrative projects that you focus on. Yeah, I love the idea of how you became a speaker just from writing the book. So I think that's, that's really, really good. So um, tell us, Stephanie, what should an author, um, when should an author begin marketing their book? I know that we had already mentioned before you write the book, try to get there and market, but when is the real, when's the right time? Is it six months? Is it two months? Is it one month? It's as far ahead as possible. And, wow. you know, start building that audience. I did that with my Business Info Guide site. I just thought, well, how can I attract the people that I want to read my book, which were entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs? So I started sharing articles and links and resources, and that was drawing people in. And so, you know, any of you listening today, you can do the same thing. Even if you think your book is six months or a year away, start building that audience. You don't even have to mention the book. Just start building your audience, um, whether you do that with your own site or with a blog, or maybe you get on LinkedIn and you start participating in some of their groups that reach your target audience. You know, Go out and find that audience, cultivate that audience so that you build up a rapport with them. And that's what happened in my case. I was sharing these articles and resources. I was publishing a newsletter. That first newsletter went out to eight people. You know, uh-huh. oh, that's so funny. I mean, so you I, yeah. I, I, I took it completely seriously. I was thrilled to have eight subscribers at the time. But you know, you know what it is, Stephanie? You have to start somewhere, and yeah. look where it is now. You know, yeah, thousands of people later. And so, and that's part of it. I, you know, I wasn't even talking about the book. I was just trying to add value. And but when the book became available, people thought, "Wow, they they already knew I was giving them good content." Then they went ahead and bought the book. Oh, wow. So that's really important. How you build that audience, give them value, uh, you know, meet their needs in some way, and and they're going to want to buy your book when it's available. Well, Stephanie, I'll tell you something funny. I was going through the mail yesterday, and I I came across something that almost looked like a mini magazine. And I have it right here. It looks like a magazine. And it says, Shortcut Cleaning Secrets That Produce Elbow Grease Results. And it's really kind of funny. When I went through the magazine, this is a pub publication that was sent out from Rodale Books uh, um, all about a book that's coming out. And I said, wow, they spent a lot of money to get this out there, but I'll tell you, they did such an incredible job with it. I definitely want this book. Well, so, that's interesting. And you don't see that very often. You don't see them spending money like that. No, it's probably very, very rare. And they're even like giving away two other books. Stephanie, if you buy this book, but I think the publisher probably just is trying, just like we all are, to build our database. Right, absolutely. So the more people they get, but maybe we can all do our own little version of this and mail it out to our mailing list because I'll tell you, they did a great job. Well, and the thing, too, with something like that is it's expensive to do a mail campaign like that. So, you know, they're able to invest 
apparently some money in that. Um, or maybe the author is poning up some money for that. But a, a, a glossy mailer campaign like that, you're looking at a, you know, a dollar per recipient. And that can get expensive, so you got to get creative. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, we'll be back shortly. We're going to take a quick break, and um, we'll be back with Stephanie Chandler when we get back. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. Multi-Ethnic Church with Mark DeMoss, Thursday afternoons at 1, noon central, is a show that passionately addresses the question, if the kingdom of heaven is not segregated, then why on earth is your local church? Yes, increasingly, our diverse population and the diverse families it's producing is reshaping the face of the local church as people are beginning to recognize the power and beauty of walking, working, and worshiping God together with others of different backgrounds. How can your church overcome the obstacles, and why should you even try? Join a live chat with guests from around the country and the world to learn the effectiveness of churches in the 21st century beyond race and class distinction. This show has its pulse on what it will take for the church to find real reconciliation in our generation. So tune in for the Multi-Ethnic Church with Mark DeMoss, Thursday afternoons at 1, noon central, here on toginet.com. Girlfriended is on Toginet, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The Girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out Girlfriended.com and then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have mm-hmm. somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here. So, Stephanie, before we get started with our last segment, one of my favorite parts of the show, talking about business tips, I'd like to give you the opportunity to tell all my listeners how they can reach you in case they're thinking about publishing a book or, you know, if they have any questions for you. Oh, great. Thank you. Yeah, the uh, website for the publishing is authoritypublishing.com. Uh, you're also welcome to email me directly, Stephanie, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E, at authoritypublishing.com. I'm also really active on Twitter, and my uh, Twitter handle is bizauthor, B-I-Z author. And I'd love to hear from anybody who's listening today. And, in fact, if you send me an email, I'd be happy to send you a free copy of Booked Up, the uh, the latest the latest book, I'll send it to you in PDF format. So how's that? 
Yeah, that sounds really, really great, Stephanie. Thanks for offering that to the listeners. Okay, so with that, um, Stephanie, I just had one other real quick question, and we might have touched on it just a little. But what marketing strategies do you recommend for somebody to go out there and really, you know, get their book out there? I mean, we talked about going on LinkedIn. That's super smart. Any kind of social media to get the word out there is super important. But were there any other marketing strategies you wanted to um, discuss? Yeah, I'm a huge fan of doing everything online. So, you know, the foundation of that is with a good website that's updated often. Um, My favorite, favorite thing to do to market a book, to market a business, is to add a blog to your website. Because um, a blog allows you to, um, to build more traffic to your site um, if you're updating it frequently, Google really likes fresh content on a website. So Google's going to bring you more traffic if you're updating your blog, ideally two to three times a week. And okay. um, you're going to see a lot of results from that over time in particular. My blog has brought me um amazing amount of media. Uh, you know, when the recession was starting, I blogged a lot about doing a business in recession, and I'm not. I'm going to reject the recession. And it, it resulted That's... in a ton of media interviews because um, so, media is looking for sources online, too. So um, I would say number one is a blog. Do things like this. Do radio interviews uh, and get your content out there online. Get involved in online groups and definitely take advantage of Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn. Yeah, it's so, so important. It's so important. You know, Stephanie, I just started with social media at the beginning of this year, and it all seems so overwhelming to me. I had the most incredible guest on my radio show that helped us decipher the whole thing, and I can't even tell you how, how it's, how proud I am. You know, to start to build and have thousands of followers, it's very, very exciting. It's a lot of hard work, but um, it's super important, I think, for business today. If anybody just wants to put their head under the pillow and forget about social media, I think their business is not going to grow at the rate that it really could. I agree, and it is really rewarding. Once you start doing it and you see the results of it, uh, you know, you wonder why you didn't start sooner, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you know what I do, Stephanie? I play a little game with myself. I try to say, okay, this week, if I can just get 50 new Twitter followers a day at the end of the week, that's 250. That'll be a thousand a month, which is, you know, it really is doable. And I, I do that a lot, even with my radio show. You know, it's important to get the information that you've already worked on out there. Anything right. you've written, you know, even, you know, um, Harrow has a lot of, are you familiar with Harrow? Help oh, a yeah. reporter out. Yeah. Oh gosh. I love Harrow. Harrow helps my business tremendously. But the idea is every time you write a query, a response to a query, you're writing information about yourself. Use it all. Yeah. You know, if you spent time writing something, just maybe you have to go in and tweak it a little, but you really should use that information. So, all right, Stephanie, um, I'm ready to discuss the five five of your very best business tips. And 
um, I thank you for being so organized with this and sending them ahead of time. <laughs> so the first one we already talked about, but it's super, super important is to start a blog. Right. It's, a, it's the best way to drive traffic to your site, impress clients, and gain visibility online. So, um, Stephanie, I think that's great, and I like the idea that you said um, just have that blog right on your website. And can I, I want to expand on that a little bit because this is another thing where people go, oh, that's going to take too much time. I don't want to do it, right? Right. Um, but, you know, your blog, you don't have to be the only person writing for your blog. This is a great opportunity for you to reach out to your peers, to your clients, and ask them to contribute content. Have them write guest blog posts or, or share a video. You know, you can get very creative with blogging. It doesn't mean that you have to sit down and be a slave at your keyboard every day. So, um, you know, look for ways to make it beneficial and, and to involve other people as well. Great idea. I love that idea. That's super important. And you know what? I want to give a little bit of a tip about blogging that um, that I heard somebody say once before. They said, if you're writing a blog and you have the urge to write something, just keep writing and get prepare it so that you can just plug it in later on. In other words, it's okay if you want to write things in advance. It really does take the pressure off because you always feel like you have a backlog of information or blog posts that you can just post. For instance, if you're on vacation, maybe you don't want to blog that week. Well, just write ahead of time and have it ready to, to be posted. Absolutely. I, and I definitely recommend if you can write in, in advance, it does take the pressure off, and you can schedule your blog post. So, you know, if you can sit down and, and write six, six posts, you're, you're set for the next two or three weeks. Schedule them to publish on specific days, and, and you can keep working on future content. Great idea. Okay, so we have that. The second business tip is write your book. Okay, we talked about this. If you write just a 1,000 words per day, you will have a manuscript in 60 days. That's such a great, I, I just love how you broke it down, and it doesn't seem so overwhelming, Stephanie. Well, and again, it's like the blog, writing your book, you don't have to do it all. You can interview people. You can ask people to write a, a, a guest article or a chapter for your book. Uh, so you can, you can crowdsource the book, so to speak, if you really wanted to. So there are a lot of ways to get a book done um, and still have it be your work. Uh, by including other people or inviting people to contribute to your book. Great, great, great. Okay, the third business tip, share plenty of content online via articles, blog posts, tips, and social media. Tell us yes. about the articles, Stephanie. Yeah, for years I have been a fan of article marketing, and what that means is I'll write an article and then I will uh, make it available to other websites to publish along with my bio. Uh, you can do this with content directories like easingarticles.com, uh, goarticles.com, ideamarketers.com, and those directories will make your article available for others to publish, provided they use your author bio. And this gives you great visibility with other websites, uh, other readers, and, as well as you know, bringing more traffic back to your site. And at the same time, you can take that article and make it available to um, websites that reach your target audience. So 
But let's say you're a personal trainer. You can go after health websites and offer your articles for reprint there. Oh, wow. That's such a great idea. And, you know, it's all marketing and it's all about getting your name out there. So when people see your name, they're going to say, oh, I got it, you know. That's exactly right, Josephine. So they see you over and over again. If you're in the right places reaching your target audience, they're going to get familiar with you. So that repeat exposure is very important. That's why I love content marketing so much. You know, get as much mileage as, as you can out of each article that you write, each blog post that you write. You know, your blog is the heart of your social media. You take that, you share that on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn, and, and it all starts to to um, kind of have a snowball effect. I think that's so important. And Stephanie, do you know what I also do with my bio? I try to be consistent with my photo, with yeah. my picture, so that people just see that picture over and over and over again, and they feel like they know me even though they've never met me. Right. It's crazy, but I think it really does work. It does. I agree. Okay, tip number four, update your website frequently. Google likes fresh content, so a site that sits idle for weeks or months at a time will not generate as much traffic as a site that is updated often. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize this, but um, your website is hugely important. Google uh, has technology called spiders that crawl across sites looking for the content and what it's all about. And if you haven't updated your site in weeks or months, you're actually hurting your position in Google. So you want to be adding new content on a regular basis. Uh, The more often, the better. And if you do that, I promise you you're going to see more traffic coming to your site as a result. That's great. Okay, wonderful. Um, Tip number five, don't be afraid to hire help. Oh, my, Stephanie, this is a good one. This gives you more time to focus on what you do best. Well, and you talked about it at the beginning of our of our call today about, you know, delegating and um, hiring help is what it takes to take get your business to that next level. And um, even if you think you can't afford it, if you make $50 an hour and you can pay somebody else, 10 or $20 an hour, and you have more time to go out and generate new revenues, it has completely paid for itself. Yeah. It's so important. It's scary as um, as a new entrepreneur, I'm sure, out there. A lot of people feel that way. But, yeah, it's so important. Do what you enjoy doing and delegate the rest. But um, what a great, great, informative radio show we had today. Stephanie, I so appreciate you taking time out of your busy, busy schedule, getting up so early to do this show with us. And you just have such amazing books. So I want everybody to go on the TogiNet website and um, under Paying It Forward, and you'll see a whole list of all of Stephanie's um, books that she came out with. Stephanie was kind enough to send me Booked Up, How to Write, Publish, and Promote a Book to Grow Your Business. And Stephanie, I thank you for doing that. And um, just like you said, anybody can go to your website and download that book as well. Correct, Stephanie? Yeah, in fact, I put a link up at authoritypublishing.com slash radio, and you can download um, a free copy of it. Okay, wonderful. Well, Stephanie, I hope you'll come back to Paying It Forward. Thanks for being a guest, and to all my listeners, have a wonderful, productive week. We'll see you next week, everyone. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward. 
with Josephine Tarasi on Toginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons learned,